0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on out to another episode of the Ranger Experience. My name is Christian Ingram, better known as the Power Rangers guy. I am your host of the show, and today I have a very special guest on. I'm surprised we haven't met before or even talked, but Mr. DJ Rivers. How you doing today, sir?
1: Yo, Mr. Christian, man. We were just talking a little bit before we went on live, and I'm kind of mad that this is the first few times that we've ever spoke.
0: Yeah, I've like the funny thing is like from day one getting into the fandom i've heard your name or i've seen you whether it be on like on like facebook with chris or in bruno's videos or like just people's videos in general like i've seen you around and i'm like how have we not interacted i've been doing youtube for three years and i went to pmc
1: right no for sure and uh i'll tell you what though anytime somebody ever says that about me i'm like I don't expect anybody to know me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's one of those things. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it anytime it comes up. Like, and it's the same thing with you because I've seen you pop up. I mean, you are the Power Rangers guy, and I'm over here like, why haven't I interacted with this dude? That doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, with, like, us having mutual friends, like I said, Chris and Rando, like, I've hung out with them, and they they obviously hang out with you, and especially, like, we'll get into it, the bloodline of the grid stuff, but it's, like, it's weird our paths have never crossed, and Colin, like, Colin I consider a really good friend, like, I've never met him in person, but he's, like, one of the coolest guys I've talked to online.
1: No, absolutely, and at this point, man, it's done. So this is this is it. This is happening. Like we're we're in the fam now. It's just getting bigger and bigger. And Colin's my dude. And once upon a time, you know, we did not know each other, and now it's weird not to know or even think about a time where we didn't know each other. So I think it's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. People you meet in like, especially the Power Rangers world, become like some of your best friends. Like it's just like okay, I met this person a year ago and now I can't think of my life without him.
1: 100%, 100%. And I think it's one of those cool, cool families that, I mean, when it's great, it's really, really awesome. I mean, it's Power Rangers, dude. It is the, it's the power of teamwork, rubber monsters, Big <laughs> mechs, and shiny suits. Like what's not to love? I mean, it's, it's all about positivity and I feel like especially in today's climate, we could always use some positivity. So yeah, man, it's, 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 it's great to me.
0: Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I think the world needs to take a lesson from Power Rangers, especially right now. Like, but um, hope hopefully the world gets better. But let, let's talk about how you got into the Power Rangers fandom. Where did that start? Oh, dude, you're
1: about to carbon date me a
0: little bit, dude. I'm an OG, man. I'm
1: an OG. I remember on Fox Kids when they started promos about Mighty Morphin, man. So. I was hooked from day one. I mean, my cousins got me into Power Rangers. Yeah, had- I remember my cousins had the eight-inch figures first, and I was like, yo, these are kind of cool. And I was a little kid at the time. And then the marketing was amazing because I saw the commercial. The dinosaurs represented the-, the Rangers. The Rangers represented the dinosaurs. I was in. It had martial arts. It had just, you know, it had good cheese, man. So follow followed that all the way from, oh, man, I was really into the Zordon era kept up until Disney and then fell off a little bit because of life in school. And then I remember at one point I was like, Man, you know what I really miss and just call it nostalgia. I wanted a power morpher, right? Mm-hmm. And then I got it's from power from the Power Morpher, I found Ranger Board. from the Ranger Board, I'm like, man, there's a real community of Ranger fandom. You know what I mean? I mean they have it for Star Wars. They have it for Star Trek. You know, the big stuff. Yeah. And I'm not saying Power Rangers isn't big, but I didn't know there was such a community for it. You know what I mean? I think Power Morphicon at the time was so young. And then fast forward, here we are in 2020, and, you know, you have the, you know, it is in Hasbro's hands. You had the revitalized uh, reboot with, uh, you know, a couple years back. And I just think it's stronger than ever, and it it, it could only go up from here.
0: Oh, I agree. I 100% agree. Now, with you starting out with Mighty Morphin, I do have to ask, did you watch the team up that that, uh, was aired today?
1: I did not. I did not man. I, um, um, I, I tend to, I tend to savor it, but that also means like I, I, I procrastinate before I actually get to see it. So don't tell me anything. Don't, oh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going
0: to spoil it. That's why I asked. I don't, I, 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 hate spoiling it for people, but Facebook seems to do that very well. So sure. It is what okay, it is.
1: Well, I, pre- I appreciate you, but I will say this though. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I'm such a, I don't, not that I've seen every single episode, but I'm such a sentai head that I kind of feel like I know what's going to happen, and it's not much to spoil. But eventually, you know, we're I'm going to watch it, and you and I are going to talk, even if it's online, dude. Uh, offline, I should say.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. Like it, it's like, like, like we said, it's really fun to talk to people, especially like like grown men talking about Power Rangers. Like you don't understand. I don't think people outside the fandom can understand how hyped we get over the show. Like, there's arguments in so many Facebook groups, but uh. Like speaking of Facebook groups, you have your own Facebook group, uh, Power Rangers Buyer Traders and Sellers. Did did you start that, yep. or did like did somebody else start it, or how how did that happen?
1: Oh man, so that's a compound answer right there. So I didn't start it in the sense of create it. You know what I mean? I was like one of the earliest members, um, and. It was about the same time where I had met Bruno, coincidentally. And just kind of piggybacking off of what you were talking about, there's nothing more cathartic and freeing. And, like, look, no shame in our game, dude. I'm 100% represent. There's nothing better than nerding out on Power Rangers. There's something so dope about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you kind of take a step back and, like, are we are we really doing this? And then, but once you're in it, you're kind of like, yo, let's talk about an episode where. Tommy's in the the, the the dark dimension, and Jason had to do this, and then you know what I mean. Like, there's something cool about that. But going back to your uh, your original question about uh, Facebook, so it was a few people. I had, had ran another page, um, which is called Ranger Generations, and then these these guys had approached like, "Hey, DJ, we're st- we're thinking about starting this uh, buy sell trade group for Power Rangers," and I'm like, "Yo, dope! Tell me more about it because I love collecting." And then from there. Uh, I had reached out to Bruno, like, "Yo, Bruno, this new group. I don't think there's anything really that strong in the Ranger toy market like that on Facebook." Uh, Facebook, would you mind doing a quick shout out? And Bruno's like, "No, dude, come on down. Let's let's do it. Let's do a collaboration video. Let's do it." And Bruno is a hundred percent. Any, I miss Bruno when he was in California. His his spot was a hundred percent the spot that we all got together and just nerd out. So fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Uh, there, there's the group. Bruno's involved, and here we are.
0: Yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people watching this has seen some of Bruno's videos. Well, if you're watching my channel, I'm sure you watch Bruno. But like we we've seen like the behind the scenes stuff where like your group is at his house, and it's just like everybody's like, "Oh, I want to be there. I want to be doing that with them talking Power Rangers." But yeah, like that's yeah. how I found out about the group was through him.
1: That's awesome, dude, and honestly, uh, Bruno, if you're watching, man, I'm gonna make him watch this, first of all, <laughs> um, but dude, we miss you, we miss our Hangouts, and it, it, it was it, it was such a safe place, man. We would used to get together for the premieres, you know what I mean, when it goes on hiatus, and when it came back from hiatus, we used to get our get-togethers. We still have like the remnants of the crew still around. Uh, it's not the same without Bruno, but you know, they're still around, we still try our best to get together. Uh, so yeah, I mean, with the social distancing lately, it's been a little bit more complicated, but you know, we, 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 we still here, we are still around.
0: Yeah. Um, social distancing is making like everything impossible and it's making like stuff like Power Morphicon, which a lot of people were looking forward yeah. to. It was supposed to happen, uh, early September, but now it's moved to June. Um, and that, that was a big blow for Power Rangers. Uh, well the fandom, cause everybody was looking forward to it. I think all the, the COVID-19 yeah. stuff is, but what what have you been doing to like yeah. occupy your time? Like now that you can't like go to conventions and whatnot.
1: Honestly, man, I mean, don't get me wrong. Always looking forward to paramorphicon for and it it's disappointing, but the way I see it, I hope everything from the cons to people to to functional normality, I, I hope this is a wake up call for all of us so that it's just better moving forward. You know what I mean? Like we, we did take certain things for granted. So for me personally, a lot of people don't know. I'm kind of naturally introverted in the first place <laughs> in my personal opinion. So I didn't think I would be affected as much, but it did affect me. It it, it, is, it is interesting to take the bit that you used to confide in, whether it is going to the gym, whether it is going on walks and hikes and, you know, a lot of that's slowly opening up. Cautiously now, but I've been working on bloodlines, which we're going to get into later. We've been working on collaborate collaboration on on the back end and on on the productivity end. You know what I mean? A lot of self discovery, a lot of uh snacking, and COVID uh <laughs> quarantine body is a real thing. I'll tell you this right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need to start getting back into working out because it was like I was doing good, and then COVID happened. Now it's like, oh, food nothing to do but yeah Like, what's up man i was just gonna say like you said you've been working on like stuff for bloodlines and whatnot and i'm sure that's helped a lot like covid being trapped you're just like all right let me write stuff down but like like before we get into like all of that what got you into acting
1: you know what man growing up movies for my family and i were everything man like my dad rest in peace he could tell me Everything about old Hollywood land, not Hollywood, Hollywood land. You know what I mean? From the Gene Kelly's, the, uh, you know, the uh, man, I'm blanking at the moment, but just just everything. So I just love movies and cinema in general. So it definitely wasn't one of those pursuits that I thought like, oh, way back then, I I, I have what it takes to be an actor. Uh, I'm not even saying like now, but I have always had that passion for just movie making and the 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 process, you know what I mean? And then at one point in my life, you know, I, I thought I was going to play football for a good minute. And then when that didn't work out, I was like, man, what is something I really, really love? Front, back, left, right. And it was being on stage. It was performing. It was literally delving into these characters and playing make-believe and being any character you want to be. You know what I mean? So I feel like that was the segue. And then at one point somebody introduced, I mean, invited me to a Hollywood set, you know, on Paramount Studios. And I remember going, man, this is the coolest process. And I was like, yo, I want to do this. Like, I I legitimately get excited being in this, in this environment. I
0: I feel that it, it seems like acting is like creatively freeing and it helps out with like, just being yourself through characters. And, um, with that you got you got into doing Power Ranger fan films such as uh what what was it coins uh you did uh the first ninja you were in part 2 of that and then the upcoming shattered past stuff and then bloodline of the grid now how how did you get involved with like doing those fan films
1: so prior to the Ranger fan films, which I feel like is on such a surge and such a rise, you know, I've had moderate success on, you know, TV and appearances on my, you know, you can check out my IMDb. I'm not going to go into it. But um, yeah, so I got to give a lot of credit to the efforts of Blurred Vision and Colin with Crimson Vision, because finding Ranger fans is one thing. It's like when you feel like you're in it, you feel like it's a small community, but it's also such a large community. And by fate of chance, Colin and I met at like this party. And it was one of those social actions where like, you know, yo, dude, you like Power Rangers? I like Power Rangers. You know, we should totally get together at one point, yada, yada, yada. But it's also LA. So, you know, you get a lot of that talk where it's like, okay, yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah, whatever you say. And then honestly, he does this. I mean, he did reverse Flash Origins, which is not Power Rangers, but he and Sean, they're so passionate about it. I remember checking out their stuff and going, man, this is actually really impressive. This this, this, this is quality work. So keeping up and keeping, you know, communications together, one thing kind of read, uh, led to another in terms of like, hey, man, this is character. I'll call, this is Colin speaking to me. Hey, man, this is character. I think you'd be great for it. This is what I'm thinking about doing with it. And then I would give him. I would give him my two cents. He would give me his two cents. And then from then it was just like such a good working relationship. We just kind of kept it going. He kept it going with shattered past. And then with Chris and I, Christopher came in lead. The concept of bloodline and Rando. The concept of bloodline has been so tossed around. And between production hell, between um, just making sure the right components are involved, it finally got the right vehicle. This year, and then COVID happened, which again, <laughs> blessing and a curse. But that's kind of a long, I'm rambling, I do apologize, man. But that's kind of the, like the long short in terms of how A goes to B goes to exclamation point.
0: Every, everything's connected. And like, it, it, it's really cool, like, especially to see like you with like Colin, especially with the like Cyclone Samurai, I believe his name was, your character.
1: Yeah, yeah, and honestly, that a lot of that is his brainchild, man. Again, I got to give it up to him because I love world building, and I think that's something he and I have in common, and that's something that we're very passionate about. Which is why, like, whether it is the unworthy productions, whether it is Boom Studios, mm-hmm. it just goes to show that we love so much more than just like the posing and the it is about the characters in such a world, like the grid. Is the force, you know what I mean? It's yeah. this massive universe of all these different incarnations of ranger squads that have their own lore and legacy and each ranger season, I don't care if it's your least favorite ranger season, each ranger season has all the potential to branch out to these huge adventures and this huge universe outside of these 30-minute toy commercials. And that's the reason why Boom is so successful. And that's the reason why we gravitated so much to, you know, just the expansion of like a dragon, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, and and one thing that's and one thing that's cool about Shattered Past is, and I think it's, I, I keep saying this, and I don't want to give him a big head about it, but I think Shattered Past from Colin is brilliant. Sam was one of those characters that you appreciated. He was so dope, but at the same time, he had so much untapped potential. It's like, well, let's let's give him a face that we could really follow let's let's follow the adventures he's like trunks from dragon ball z let's see what this dude's about
0: i i 100 agree i mean that that's i i never thought of that analogy before but that makes so much sense that's why you're so drawn to him and shattered past has been one of those things it's like honestly shattered past first ninja unworthy like it's all been better than the show lately in my opinion
1: Wow. So, why do you think that is? Let's let's, let's reverse this real fast. Why do you think that
0: is? So, for me personally, like, the show, yes, it's a toy commercial, and yes, they have to do what they have to do, but as far as, like, world building, like you said, and then getting into, like, actual story, like, and hooking people, that's what they do brilliantly. So.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, mean, I'm not trying to, because I technically and involved in these projects, I don't want to be biased. So let's just talk Boom. I think for fans and non-fans alike, it is just untapped territory. I mean, one thing, for like, for instance, even like J.J. Oliver, like Tommy's offspring, and just seeing where that incarnation goes. And one thing I think that's cool about First Ninja and Shattered Past, and then subsequently uh, uh, Bloodlines, you get to do the whole, for all you anime fans out there, the Baruto, the next generation in terms of like, man, what happened from the predecessors to the next carnations? You know what I mean? And um, I think it's it's really cool. For instance, First Ninja doves into the predecessors, you know, the uh, the the first wave, and then Shatter Pass and Bloodlines, especially, dives into the next generation and what happens since. We stop following their adventures. What's the what's the gap that we're missing? Like, what's the next step? What's the next chapter?
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree, and I, I think it's one of those things that is is what is really going to hook people. But let, let's talk a little bit more more about Bloodline. Like, you made your 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 character's debut, which is named T.K. Johnson, made his debut in the la- latest episode of Shattered Past. Let, let's let's talk about him a little bit. How how what what was the uh thought process and how did you come up with that character
1: sure sure so TK Johnson is a combination of Chris and I and Randall really kind of talking and shooting the stuff and conceptualizing again the next generation and it was timing is everything in terms of it even aligning along with shattered Pass. once upon a time where we all didn't know each other Randall, Chris, and I would talk about the concept of bloodline and how we're kind of curious about the offspring of TJ. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know if that's a spoiler. <laughs> but, you know, it's pretty obvious. Uh, but, yeah, just kind of seeing where what, what uh, Andros' role in that type of mentorship because one thing, and you could talk to Chris, like one thing he's always been adamant about is the fact that TJ was really more of a leader than Andros. And he, he doesn't say that to take away from Andros, because Andros is absolutely one of the most legendary Red Rangers of all time. He says that out of respect to Selwyn and out of respect to TJ, because Andros acted more like a Six Ranger, more than anything. Mm-hmm. Andros had trust issues. Andros had commitment issues. Andros wanted to go at it alone and was reluctant to even with these birth kids are just like one planet you know what i mean you're from one planet i i literally run a spaceship you guys are super not in my league right and then even kind of accepting them as family so to him paying that respect to to the character of tj and even you know giving a certain color to tj was definitely in in the thought process in terms of who he is what he's meant to be and even the dynamic between him and uh, Andros.
0: i that yeah, I, I've always thought that T.J. was the true leader, and I, I've heard Chris say it multiple times that T.J. was the true leader of the uh the the crew. Like, and I I never thought about it as Andrews acting like a six ranger, but that makes a lot of sense. I was like, okay, but um, like your relationship with Chris, it seems like from that little bit we got it, going back to anime, it seems like Boruto's relationship with Sasuke.
1: Kinda. Actually, dude, you got you got me on that one. That's it's kind of in my mind or in my head candid, It's almost like a Piccolo Gohan thing, but that totally applies.
0: Oh, I mean, same thing essentially, but like, like bloodline. Like, let let's talk about it because it seems like y'all have been talking about this for a long time, and I'm sure I know Chris and Rando have been had this idea for a good little while. Sure.
1: So just how did we finally get it going? Kind yeah, of yeah, it.
0: like, like how, how did you get involved with all of it?
1: So interestingly enough, like you mentioned, Chris and Rando, shout out to those two. They had the concept for a while. A lot of it is fan-driven. A lot of it is passion project. But a lot of it had to do with, again, timing and making sure we had the right vehicle to uh, execute it. You know what I mean? And then finally this year, we felt like, we found the right vehicle, which is Nerdbot Studios. So shout out to Elvin and Nerdbot Studios because they are so passionate about their projects. They have an understanding to the brand. They have an understanding to the commitment. And all around, they're just good people. And it doesn't take a it doesn't take rocket science to let you know that when it comes to doing projects, and when it comes to doing things in film, TV, anything industry, it's either fun or it's just work. And ultimately, it just needs to feel right. And right now, it feels right. So even though the concept's been pitched around and tossed around, it never really felt right until now. And, you know, again, 2020 has been an interesting year, but more than happy to announce this. The project's finally off the ground. And it's it's some cool stuff, man. The first time I saw Chris in the the Red Raider outfit, finally, was like, dang, this is cool. This is... It's, it's you're back, man. You're, you're, you're Andrews. This is Andrews,
0: yeah. I well, first time I saw him, I'm like, oh, shit. that <laughs> like I was yeah. like, oh <laughs> man, what is going on? But that's, that's what we wanted, though. That's completely what we wanted. And
1: from Randall's uh drawings, I wish I had an army right now and, and, and illustrations up into final incarnation of it and final form. It's really dope to kind of go from picture to, to, to breathing life into it. And one of the things Chris was very adamant about was, you know, Andros had his his very specific role in the history of Power Rangers, but also Chris wanted to break away and evolve that character. He's not just the long haired <laughs> dude. He's not just the uh he's just not the pretty boy that, you know, kind of was like brooding. He had layers. He had such a interesting relationship with with um Ecliptor and astronomer and just dude it was such a great season it, it, it just has so much to offer so yeah man bloodlines is, is just trying to capitalize on the fact that there are so many untold chapters
0: yeah and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens in it, and i know a lot of people are but like like when you were a kid did you ever picture yourself like being like in this role that you're in now like working alongside the red space ranger a
1: hundred percent, no. A hundred percent, no. And that's kind of like why I I mentioned. I, I kind of had to take a step back when I saw him in full costume, and I'm like, dude, you're not. I mean, I know you was Chris, man, but you, this is you're Andrews. Like you really are Andrews. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I forget that he is Andrews. That's how close we are at this point. But really seeing him, I, I get it when. And he, I, I love it when he's like with his fans, you know what I mean? That's that's to me is like that reminder, like yo, because Chris loves his fans, you know what I mean? He loves the fans, he loves Power Ranger fans, and he appreciates them, you know what I'm saying? So I get I get taken aback when I when, when I hear him whip out the uh, "Let's rock it," and I'm like, oh, he said the thing, he said the thing. That's right, that's right. He does he does he he does do that. I forgot.
0: <laughs> and, and the thing about that is he is so loud when he does it. I was at Fayetteville and like this dude was like, said, let's rock. He's like, no, you got to do it like this. And he like, everybody looked at him like, oh man, he just, he just did the thing.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The thing.
0: Exactly. And, and he has
1: like, he had a very specific way of doing it on the show. Like mad love to the rest of the cast, but the way Chris did it was very specific. Like when you hear it's morphing time. You know, there's a specific way that Austin says it. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. Jason says it. Like, when He says it. He's like that. Hero profound the Lord. It's more for time. Like you got, you got to do it. You got to do it like Jason. When you say "Let's rock it," you got to do it like Chris. You just got to, you got to hit that almost rocker voice. Like "Let's rock it." You got, you got to hit it.
0: Oh, oh, I, I, hundred percent agree. Like, like the other cast, like they can say it, but Chris was the main one who made it. Like, you, when when you say it, you have to say it like him. And definitely, I'm, I'm. I'm I mean, don't answer if, if you can, but is there any chance he's going to say it in the upcoming bloodline of the grid?
1: Um, I can't say too much about that right now, and there's very specific reasons, but I will um say that you'll probably hear the phrase. I don't think it's out of the question for him to say it, and I'll leave it at that.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, that's fine with me. Uh, Hopefully, once COVID's over, y'all can get it up and going and we can get it some, like, ho- hopefully we can get it by Power Morphicon, maybe? No?
1: Well, Power Morphicon's next year now, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, like, official. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rager Stop is not confirmed if it's canceled or not. I mean, there's a lot, there's so much that's pending right now and uncertain right now, understandably so, so we're kind of on the edge of our seats as well in terms of observing what we need to do. But with that said, you will at least see first... First forms of the project. You will at least see stuff coming soon. I'll say that. Now, how far we're we able to go? Obviously, we're still going to be an observance of what we need to do production wise. But I'm confident to say you will see something by Power Morphicon. Yes. Oh,
0: okay. Definitely. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm. I can't wait to go to Power Morphicon and like see all this. Hopefully, we can get Chris in like the Red Raider suit in like photo op.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, listen, he he does it So it's so cool, man. I got I, I kind of geek out every time I I think about it because he he brings his uh, you know his uh, black and red spiral saber onto our, wherever he goes, right? And just seeing that as the first piece of the piece of the puzzle, and then finally seeing him, and it's such a cool look because everyone was kind of worried, like, yo, he's just gonna look like a Jedi. He's just gonna look like a Jedi. And honestly, he doesn't just look like a Jedi. He looks like. A dark raider. He looks like somebody who, who who has he looks like somebody powerful, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, and I I really do think his character needed something like this. Because as good as Andros was in Power Rangers, there's so much more that could have been done with him if it had if this show had been T V fourteen instead of PG. So
1: And it's funny that you, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's another thing he was very adamant about is the fact that again, Power Rangers is great for the brand of Power Rangers. However, if you're gonna take these characters and breathe life into them, let's take these characters that is from the show, but let's really take risks. Let's add the characterization, let's add the intrigue, and not just do it just for the sake of doing it. I mean, we're gonna pay the respect to the the lore, of course, because that's what we all love, but at the same time, it's not worth doing if we're not willing to take a little bit of risk as opposed to just doing the same formula, which is like, then what's
0: the point? Oh, 100% agree. I mean, I feel like with, with like these fan films that the, the actors that were in the show are taking risk with their characters. And I feel like if it pays off, it's going to end up like something like the flash or arrow. And it's going to have that kind of vibe with like, you know, they're superheroes, but they have so much more that you can do with them. Honestly, it would be
1: awesome if the, uh, the main line would take these characters. Because honestly, when you think about, not to keep repeating Boom Studios, but when you think about the success of Boom Studios, there's still a decent amount of interest to these older seasons. And I'm not saying like, oh, if you're not a fan of Mighty Morphin, then you're not a true fan. I mean, there's 25 plus years of Power Rangers. And the ones that you remember the most, the seasons that you remember the most were the ones with the interesting characters. And it really branched out to your different story arcs and your different plot devices where you're able to, you could really, I mean, you could miss a episode, but you wanted to go back and watch that episode because you probably missed something important versus, okay, I missed the episode where, you know, maybe we picked up trash and we learned a lesson about the environment, which is also important, which is also important. However, the, the, the seasons you really remember the most is, hey, we could be cool teenagers with attitudes and pick up and for the environment and, and get a moral lesson, but also we need to get this great candle because you know tommy's gonna lose his powers <laughs> aka possibly possibly die
0: yeah that's yeah, i i agree with that it's just the the ones you remember the most are the seasons that like hooked you and were more mature it seemed like 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 something like lost galaxy people don't realize how dark that season actually is I, you go back love a- lost galaxy bro yo i i As a kid, you watch it, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then I I went back and watched it, like, four or five years ago, and I'm like, damn, they got away with a lot.
1: Dude, that was at that point where censorship didn't go all the way, like, there yet, because, I mean, the evolution between Power Rangers fighting putties to Power Rangers later on were were very specific parameters, because later on, you didn't get as many civilian fights a couple reasons number one they stopped going from true martial artists to actors who could not do it just no disrespect but also number two they couldn't really show rangers or the the actors be that aggressive and throw punches to the face and like before it used to be cool acrobatics and aerials and then you know the parents got mad it's just like listen they have to be rubber monsters we can't show human violence, mm-hmm. and then they kind of eased off a little bit, but the quality of that and the evolution of where the show went in terms of tone, Power Rangers in Space, one of the greats, Lost, Lost Galaxy is so good. Um, Lightspeed, even the whole uh, threads with the the Mitchell family and, and the captain and the son and daughter being titanium. Dude, I love that. It's so good. Time Force was amazing. It, it's the ones that actually add layer. Um, even Wild Force. To be honest with you, have you ever went back and watched Wild Force? Wild Force actually had some. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like that. That's like it's unfortunate about what what happened to the Red Ranger in that season. Like we, I don't really want to talk about that. But the season itself, you know, you go back, you're like, yo, his parents are dead. Like, yo, this is dark. Dude, it goes
1: there, and I think it's super underrated, but no, 100%. The seasons you remember the most, though, are the ones that kind of push the envelope just a little bit more. Like, I could watch RPM. I would like I could introduce anybody to RPM and feel confident about it, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Are RPM's one of those seasons, in my opinion, that, like, like it, it would be good even if it wasn't Power Rangers. That's, like, my judgment of Power Rangers. Would it be good if it wasn't Power Rangers? In-
1: exactly, and obviously it's 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 a hard it's a hard question to to quantify because essentially they do have a job to do. It is still toys. It is still toksatsu. It is still post stick gimmicky. You know what I mean? So they have that task. But RPM absolutely did it in space. Absolutely did it. Um, shoot, I think SPD is awesome. Dude. I think SPD is mm-hmm. one of the best seasons of all. Oh
0: oh yeah, SPD. I was. I'm looking forward to hopefully getting more from them in the comics, especially with the deck Ranger Like when they yeah. posted that, I just, I'm hoping like, like there's a fan film, like involving him, maybe, you know?
1: Hey, never say never, man. You never know. But one thing I do love about SPD though, is like without whether it was intentional or not, they were able to capture they SPD to me is almost like what episode one did for star Wars where, Okay. You got Star Wars and then episode one introduced Coruscant and then made it huge. You know what I mean? You got a huge Senate. Now you have all these different planets. You have these battle droids, regardless if you like the prequels or not. That's not the point. That, but but it just, it, it took what was so specific and then made it such a huge universe and SPD as a hundred percent that you had multiple squads, you had time travel, you had different evolutions and ranks so to me, it was absolutely climbing of the the ranking systems. You had a couple of color changes and different. Like, I love the fact that in Once a Ranger, you got to hear the backstory of how Bridge did go from green to blue to red. And then now Boom Comic Books has their own evolution for Sky. So SPD is that season. Like, it 100% is that,
0: that season. 100% agree. I think it was one of the best story seasons of all time as far as, like, introducing the world and then building on it like like people it's the little things you catch because in one of the episodes they mentioned ko 35 and i'm like
1: <gasps> yeah exactly
0: it's, it's it's like i said just the little things and, and, and spd does that very well and like you said the evolution being able to go up and rank and then at the end when they're like no we're beat squad we're good i was like that's pretty cool
1: yeah like clap it up we got there there's the, there's the moral lesson we got there <laughs> Yeah, I it, we got
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> it just took the whole season, but it was good. It was good. I thought SPD was really, really good, and it was one of the best Disney seasons, if not one of the best seasons of all time. So hopefully, like I said, Boom does more with that. But let, like talking about all these different Power Rangers seasons, what what stands out as your favorite season of all time?
1: Favorite season of all time, um, I would say RPM. I I have to say RPM mainly because it was probably the less gimmicky of all the Power Ranger seasons, and it had such a tonal risk to it. But SPD is a really close second. Like, SPD is a really close second. And, um, man, In in Space and Laskowski is up there too. Like, I don't know. Now you got me thinking. (laughs) But I'll say RPM, and it's a toss-up between SPD and In Space. We'll go with that.
0: Uh, that, that's fair Did, did you watch uh, RPM as it was coming out As it was airing live
1: Dude kinda It was one of those things where I think I came across it Cause I forget what, what was right before RPM It might have been uh, Jungle Fury or yeah, something Yeah Jungle else, Fury Sure and I think I came across it on accident And you know I mean Loving Power Rangers or Loving Power Rangers Back in the day decided to check it out And I recall going Wait, what? What did this get like? And here's the thing you can watch one episode of RPM and know that it's not like any other season. That's how specific RPM is. You can watch any episode of RPM, get to the end of the episode of RPM, and then you get that whole law and order boom, RPM. Like New Times, like, you know, Times New Rome, be fun. Like it's, it, it was like the most less gimmicky Ranger season of all time to the point where they even made fun of themselves and made fun of morphing. And like, dude, that's one of my favorite moments of all Rangers with Dr. K and the Rangers doing the Q and A talking about, so Dr. K, I can't help but noticing that every time I morph, there's like a 50 story high fireball behind me and I'm over here just dying. Like did you guys just, yeah, you guys, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. It's such a good season. Like I love RPM so
0: much. Dude, that was. That's one of my favorite scenes of all time, honestly. Like, that one had me dying. But, like, trying to watch that RPM live was a pain because it would air at like 5 in the morning. Or, like, I remember this was during the. 2012 election it was was it 2012 or 2000 no 2009 election god that's a long time ago but like i was watching the episode with gold and silver debuting and then it cuts to a press press conference during the middle of the episode and i'm like what is this i'm like oh no i'm like yeah 13 14 at the time and i'm like no like give me power rangers like that
1: i mean listen Listen between RPM, RPM is absolutely Disney's in space in a sense. Oh I mean, yeah. Not in the same because in space, like they had nothing to lose, and in the same sense, RPM had nothing to lose. Uh, the difference is, you know, in space kicked so much ass that it renewed the show for the next, next like five to ten more years. You know what I'm saying? And then RPM did well enough to where you know negotiations happened between Disney and Saban buying it back. They started doing power playbacks, and Mighty Morphin realized there was still a market for these for these spandex heroes, and then there you go. Power Rangers is still alive, and now Transformers has Power Rangers, so all right, here we are.
0: And now we have an actual good comic with the team, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles teaming up with the Power Rangers? Like,
1: Listen, listen. The in Space did it first. I'm just saying. like, You, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. It,
0: it wasn't... I, I enjoy the episode for what it was, but if you look at it from an outside perspective, you're like... This is awful and the, it's not even the Rangers fault it's the Turtles. It's like what oh, is
1: this? That's 100% terrible. But it happened. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no, yeah, it, it happened. But I mean that that was that that's one of the episodes I think Chris gets asked most about is what what was it like teaming up with the Turtles and I think I think it, my favorite answer was he was like I was unmorphing kick three of their butts. Like
1: uh, dang that's not any the worst part about it is that sounds like something he'd say
0: <laughs> i was like well that's right. fair
1: right. but uh, yeah that's awesome. Right. i mean <laughs> he would brag about beating a ninja turtle
0: <laughs> i mean I, if you beat up a ninja turtle you kind of have to
1: that's true that is that's bragging rights. yeah you're right I, i'd wear that
0: bro. yeah exactly but uh what, what's your favorite uh con memory that you've had or that you've experienced like what was your favorite um a moment at a convention
1: oh man con memory i'd say the last part of morphicon was pretty cool because we had the uh, we had a man i forgot what the, the panel was even called but i guess i was on a panel like I, again it's one of those things where anytime ranger fans or ranger brethren and family come up to me and you know they recognize me or know who i am i'm always like why you know what i mean so being on a panel was a pretty cool experience and just being able to, to, to meet, like, I mean, you and I are definitely hanging out, and we're going to grab a drink, for sure. Oh, yeah. But just being able to go, go from online to, dude, you're such and such. Like, hey, I know your profile picture. Like, oh, man, good to finally meet you. And I think that's always the coolest thing about Power Morphicon because it is there is such a, a passion. And I love the fact that there's other people like me and like us that we are able to have these nerd nerdy talks, and you know every fandom has their negative nancies, and you know not every fandom is perfect, far from it. If a fan, if a fandom is perfect, something's wrong. Oh, you yes. know what I'm saying? But through core of Power Rangers is like, yo, diversity, good vibes, don't be a dick, ABCs.
0: I 100 yeah, agree. I think the like the coolest thing is hanging out with the people that you meet from online, and just you know just getting to chill with them. Like, I, I can't tell you how many people I drank with at Ranger stop. That just might mean I'm an alcoholic, but it, <laughs> it, it, it was just cool seeing them. And I can't wait to meet you in person at uh power Morphicon. But, um, I, I'm looking at the comments of the chat right now. And Rando goes, Rando says that the in space crossover was better than the entire series of the next mutation. I can't disagree with him.
1: Dang. And I'm mad because there's no lie. There is no line in that sentence. I was I was gonna I was gonna go on such a tangent and mention that I was like, yo, the next mutation. In the series was not a good show. <laughs> it, was, it was it was not a good show.
0: Oh oh no, it it was not. I I watched it. I went back and watched it, and I'm like, this is awful. Like like what what's up with the girl turtle? Like I don't I don't understand. Like this is absolute garbage. Oh,
1: because the Milo. Yeah. <laughs> It was I'm not even mad at, yo. actually, that was the only thing I liked was the fact that it kept in the theme of the renaissance. I respect the creativity of Venus de Milo. I, I, I thought it was even funny that they tried to make her bandana on a long braid like it's her hair. Like I, It, it was awful. It was a bad show. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess the people who uh, worked on it, you know, you probably shouldn't be working on anything else. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's not their fault. I mean, I'm sure... I'm just talking about just people who wrote it and whatnot. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, oh. I, I'm going to blame Saban. It was Saban's property.
1: Oh, yeah. hundred percent. It was one of those things like, hey, kids will, eat. Kids will do anything. And you realize, like, nope, uh VR troopers will tell you otherwise. And so will Beetleborgs. So will Masked Rider.
0: <laughs> Look, I love Beetleborgs, <laughs> VR troopers I could never watch, and Masked Rider. Like, I watched it. I didn't enjoy it.
1: So... Oh, what what's crazy is I remember on being such a on such a tokusatsu. I didn't even know what tokusatsu was at the time, but I remember being so hard on for Power Rangers. I was always looking for like the next. Oh man, this is like Power Rangers. Let's watch it. And then you know some of you were pleasantly surprised. Like I'll be honest with you, I can't remember a single episode of Beauty Wars. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Like I cannot tell you a single episode of Beauty Wars. I don't think I hated it. I just. Don't remember it. I remember the suits looking dope because the, the suits were looking dope. And then Masked Rider, I thought was going to be so cool because of his introduction on Power Rangers. And then his actual show is trash. And I know a few of my friends are just killing me right now in the comments. Like, they're just going to, if they ever saw this, they'll be like, no, Ferbis is like, God. And I'm like, okay, my bad. I'm sorry. I get it. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ferbis. Oh man. Yeah. That, that the the VR Troopers I feel like
1: is a is a is a diamond in the rough. I feel like is underrated, but you know, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> I, I tried watching VR Troopers, I just couldn't. I of course I tried watching it now when I'm an adult, so I guess that's why I couldn't like it, but I, I don't know. I guess if I had watched it when it came out I might have. But uh Toku Ked says DJ said sneak something turtle related into bloodlines.
1: Wait, wait, what? token Tokyo said what?
0: DJ should sneak something turtle related into bloodlines.
1: First of all, shout out to Jess. What up, Jess? It's been a while, my friend. Uh I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like Nerdbot Studios, the ones that's like producing this, they have full grown nineteen ninety-one Ninja Turtle movie costumes. And I'm not gonna lie if I'm not thinking about writing that in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of way. I don't care if, like Leonardo gets like stuck in a vortex where he has to do a crossover. But dude, these suits are so legit. Like I'm not, you know what? Toku Toku came up beyond
0: something. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that. I, I would, I would freak out if I saw that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm gonna freak out anyway when I see Bloodline on the Grids. But um. Just just one one final question for you. What what is the one one thing you want to get most out of bloodlines? Like, is there a certain like scene you want to get filmed or is it like like something like a story you want to tell?
1: Oh man. If you have had the conversations with Chris and Randall like I know you have, dude, it's just that the sky's the limit, man. I couldn't I couldn't just drop one thing I want to see. There's a lot I want to see. Because it it has so much potential. I will say this. I I really would love to see Zane and Andros really share that screen again and see the evolution of their characters. Whatever that means, for better and for worse, I would love to see that happen and filmed like yesterday.
0: (laughs) I understand that. I'm I know everybody's looking forward to Bloodline and looking forward to more Shattered Past stuff and more uh, First Ninja stuff. But I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, is there anything you want to tell the people about before we head on out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, first of all, thank you, dude. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot more uh, to everybody else. Y'all keep keep Ranger Nation alive. We we appreciate the support, the amount of messages, and even just sharing and just the excitement makes us excited it makes me excited for sure and that's what i mean about doing something with timing in the right vehicle just thank you guys because it makes us even more excited to make the quality content that adds to the fandom so just we appreciate you
0: yep thank thank you again so much for doing this thank you uh so much for bloodlines you rando and chris are incredible and i'm looking forward to everything that's going on and speaking of rando guys next week rando will be the guest on the ranger experience um this saturday i have heirloom we're going to be on 12 p.m uh but make sure to tune in next week and guys go check out dj on facebook and instagram and i'll see